Hunter the Boy, the host of the Apocalypse. I'm Dan. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and the ghost of Pete. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like Pete. Yeah, good enough for me. Pete's not here this week. We'll, we'll do our best to continue without him. I just want to say this is our sister show to Cut of the Bull, where we bring you the weekly world of the weird as we've found on the World Wide Web this week. Follow us on Facebook at Cut of the Bull and the Post Truth Apocalypse. YouTube is Apocalypse Bull and SoundCloud and Spotify and all your other podcasting platforms are cutting to the ball in the PTA. Boom. Mic drop. I'm out of here. See you guys later. <laughs> no, I uh, can't go without reading this. Escaped kangaroo captured after punching Canadian mm. officer. So many questions. Yep. Canadian in a zoo? Well, a kangaroo that escaped its handlers during transport to a new home was captured on Monday east of Toronto after a weekend in the wild, but not before delivering a punch in the face to one of the police officers who brought her run to an end. <laughs> the female kangaroo hopped over her handlers late on Thursday during a rest stop at the Ishwana Zoo and Fun Farm in Ontario. The park supervisor and head keeper Cameron Parody told CBC... Videos emerged on social media on the Friday of the marsupial who was born in captivity running alongside roads in Oshawa, a lake in a town on Lake Toronto. Lake Ontario, sorry. I thought it was going to be one of them big beast ones with the muscles that look like they're flexing mm. and this one's as big as a... Cat. It's yeah. bigger than a cat. It's big as a dog. Yeah, it's big as a staffy. That big? Staffy at least. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be a really muscly yeah. fucker, did you? Well, it just goes to show that even the, the small female kangaroos you've got to watch out for, mm-hmm. the female of the species is always more deadly than the male. Is she? Well, apparently, I know, according to the song. <laughs> I like that song. It's a good song. It was that spaced. Spacing. Mm-hmm. That's going back, eh? It is, yeah. That's some Brit pop years, that. Going back to our teenage years. Oh, <laughs> oh so long ago. Officers on patrol spotted the kangaroo at 3 a.m. on Monday on a rural property in Northern Oshawa, and Staff Sergeant Chris Below, sorry, Staff Sergeant Chris Below told the news agency they contacted the kangaroo's handlers and grabbed it by the tail as instructed, and then the kangaroo punched one of the officers in the face during the capture. It's something here is for two mates to be remembering the rest of their careers. Wow, <laughs> feisty little fucker. I'm always up for a kangaroo punching. I'm always up for a kangaroo boxing match. Not me, personally. <laughs> but watching one, definitely. Yeah, that's, that's a, a, cool, sto- that's a it? story, innit? Kangaroos love to box. Sorry, Claire. That's a story, innit? Remember, you know, remember that time we got punched in the face like a kangaroo? Yeah. By a kangaroo? <laughs> Wasn't even a buff one? Yeah. <laughs> no, kangaroos love to box, Mike. They're feisty. Feisty, they love it. <laughs> I don't think they do love it. I'm not saying put on a pair of shorts and give them some boxing gloves and put them against Tyson Fury. I'm just saying... I think you should put them against each other. That's like cockfighting, isn't it? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say cock around her. <laughs> For God's sake. Where? <laughs> well, yeah, but you can't, if you can't enjoy a monkey knife fight on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Come on. Can you imagine them circling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One's called Furious George. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm ripping off the Simpsons. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so watch out for them kangaroos. They'll get you. Indeed. 
Senate staffer is caught filming amateur gay porn in hearing room as graphic video emerges. This is the US Senate. Yeah. What? So someone's gone in there for some nookie? No, so they're, put, they're filming a gay porn film. God, I hope one of them was dressed like Lincoln. <laughs> so what, they've hired the place out? No, they just got in there, they worked there, they just yeah. got in one of the offices and filming some risque gay porn. Ooh. Some risque, impromptu gay, well not, pla- well, not impromptu, planned gay porn. A frisky congressional staffer has been accused of filming an amateur gay porn video inside a Senate hearing room. Fucking hell. The employee had sex with an unknown man within the confines of the politically significant building, according to the Daily Caller. A video, video obtained by the outlet shows a staffer allegedly engaging in sex acts with what appears to be a conference room in the Hart Senate office building. The staffer is seen in a separate picture naked and all fours on a table where senators often sit and ask questions during hearings. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fair play. Is that the room? That's fantastic. That's a, that's a room to have a film a gay porn in. <laughs> Footage of the explicit scene initially shows a staffer allegedly having sex with an unknown man. It then pans to show off the interior of the clearly identifiable Senate hearing room. There's your mistake. It'd be like doing it in the war room under the White House and like... There's like Air Force staff and a big gl- a big picture of the world above you and you're just banging it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Separate photo shows the man on his hands and knees facing the camera while only wearing a jockstrap. Oh, no topper. <laughs> if you're filming gay porn in a government building in Washington, one of you needs to be dressed as Lincoln. <laughs> one of you needs the beard, one of you needs the hat, or both. You know? Lincoln fucking Lincoln. No, well, well, just one of you with the beard and the hat. You need it. It's, 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 Lincoln was Lincoln was allegedly gay, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, allegedly. Spent a lot of time in bed with his bodyguard. They'd mm. share a bed together as mates. You know, as strictly platonic. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's a ballsy. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a ballsy move, isn't it? Yeah. And I, for one, applaud him. I'm going to... Yeah. Let's give him a half round of cut of the board, yeah. the post of the apocalypse applause. Moving on, Tesco recalls Christmas stuffing mix because it may contain moths. Ooh, Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I've got the crown, remember, still? Uh, that would have won it, I reckon. Yeah, it was pretty good. Holding uh, on to that crown, crown for Christmas. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Claire, go on. A batch of Tesco's finest apple and cranberry stuffing mix may be unfit from human consumption. The retailers warned via the Food Standards Agency. Customers can return the 130 gram packet without a receipt for a full refund. Tesco has apologised for any inconvenience. They have said, we are recalling a single batch of the apple and cranberry stuffing mix due to the possible presence of moths which <laughs> makes the product unfit for human consumption. It is understood that moths may have got into the stuffing mix through one of the raw ingredients. <laughs> Which what? one? Moth. <laughs> uh, what stuffing? What's it? Oh, apple crikey. and cranberry. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I don't do apple and cranberry stuffing. No. I used to be tolerate stuffing. I like stuffing on its own, but I don't like apple and cranberry. And I don't like apple, cranberry and moth stuffing. Nah. Nah, I've never been a big fan of eating moths. 
probably a bit dry and dusty in it. <laughs> yeah, the wings would be dry, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think that'll be mushed up. Well, I know, but you get a bit of it in there. Oh, that bit's dry. <laughs> Or you get a the body of the moth inside the. In the worst case scenario, you've got a, the the body of a moth in the middle of your stuffing ball. Mm. Yeah. You don't want that. You know it's got moss in it when the balls start hovering around the lights. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping your wallet and some stuffing balls fall out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, don't don't eat your your. Don't have that apple and crabby shit. It's an import from the US anyway. We don't do that in Britain. Sage yeah. and onion or nothing. We yeah. banned a lot of products recently, didn't we? Come into the country from the US. Because their food standards are absolutely shocking. Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Nice to see we're still holding on to some things then. They're into the moths then, are they? Oh, some of their, some of their food, Claire. I mean, mm. sorry, Americanism, some of your food to, I mean, all right, your, some of our food to you seems disgusting, but whole chicken in a can, I don't want to eat that. And the stuff they do in it, it's like, what's that pink slime they used to wash the chicken with? Oh shit, yeah. Oh, I don't know, I know yeah. you're on a bit, I've seen it. Fucking horrible. And cheese in a can. That, so, that sort of cheese. It's right, but so wrong at the same time. Have you tried it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's disgusting. It's not right then, is it? No, but this is cheese in a can. Cheese, I love cheese. I love this cheese. is cheese flavoured goop, admittedly, but... He's like, man, I love cheese. If they can get the recipe right and make it more cheesy. Uh, okay, what's next? Elon Musk's Neuralink rival is a brain device that can control your dreams. <laughs> All right, interesting. Oh, Even though that new... Sorry. I'm not sure this is a good idea. Uh, wouldn't you like to uh, have full control of your dreams? What happens if your dreams are a way of your sort of memories and your thoughts of the day sorting itself out and sort of bringing your rational fears and da 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 through? Yeah, but you have people that can do lucid dreaming. Yeah, but it might not be every night, mightn't it? I don't know about every night, but they can control their dreams. Yeah, I mean, there's a way of training yourself to do it. I know what you're saying, though, it might be interfering with our subconscious's way of dealing with problems and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're never going to have bad dreams, maybe you do need them. Oh, come on, everyone's had a stress dream at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think about something the next day and it creeps its way into your dreams. Everyone's had that. Do do I want my dreams controlled? In a way, yes. I'd love to have some fantastic... I've got some dreams in mind. I'd love to record them. (laughs) Recording them would be interesting, yeah. yeah. Mm. I can wank back some later. <laughs> Is that that dream where your car pans them? As Elon Musk plans to implant his controversial Neuralink brain chip into thousands of volunteers, wasn't this shorting out the brains of monkeys a few yeah. months ago? This is his rival company now, though. Yeah, but he's planning to yeah. put Neuralink into thousands of volunteers. Oh, no. A new company has emerged, promising their non-invasive tech will allow you to control your dreams. So you've got to sleep in some kind of hat, then. Mm-hmm. The Tesla Tycoon is launching a six-year clinical trial of his brain-computer interface after getting the all clear, was in frying monkeys' brains into mush. Yeah. This reminds me of the uh, Futurama where they put the new iPhone in your eye. Yeah. Then everyone's a zombie. 
Well, everyone's just like looking at it all the time, and yes, they, they won't talk to each other. They just send each other messages through it, don't they? Or? That's right. Now, Musk claimed last month more than 5,000 people had put themselves forward to receive the implant, and now an apparent opponent has emerged. Artificial intelligence company Prophetic promises to give people the ability to stabilise sleep and induce lucid dreaming, a state that sees dreamers become aware they're asleep. Have you ever lucid dreamed? I've, I've, I've dreamt and been like... I'm, I'm, I can, I'm awake, I'm asleep. No, I've never had that. I've never lucid dreamed. Uh, I have to a point, I've never trained myself to do but I have to a point where I've been aware that I'm dreaming and therefore decide mm. I can alter the dream because it's usually a bad dream and I decide I can change it and I realise I'm dreaming and I go, oh, I've got to do this. No, nope, never done that. Yeah. Not as far as I know. See, in some cases this can even allow them to influence what happens in their dreams. Talking to X, the social media organisation formerly known as Twitter, the organisation wrote, We are a non-invasive neurotech company building a device to induce and stabilise lucid dreams. So you wear a device called the halo around your head at night, and this is designed as a testament to the symbiotic relationship we have fostered between wear and halo. So because you're wearing a halo, you'll be okay with having a halo because you've seen it so many times. The company launched its ultrasound study this summer and is recru recruiting volunteers. Each participant will get a headset and access to an app which prophetic hopes will encourage people to sign up to contribute towards the largest EEG electroencephalogram <laughs> <laughs> electroencephalogram I'm guessing it's an EEG <laughs> data set on lucid dreams if all goes to plan the nifty headsets will be shipped to customers in the spring of 2025 and keen dreamers can already reserve a device despite its launch being a year and a half away well mm. there we go interesting so we could all be lucid dreaming in, in 2025 mm. no I'm going to see how it how it goes on, the, on these uh, test subjects for <laughs> 10 yeah. years, I think. That applies to most things, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Anything that's fucking with your brain, I'm not going to try until everyone else has done it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next up, artificial intelligence robots plugged into pensioners' homes as someone to chat to. Oh, that's not bad. That's all right, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, fine. oh, no, but then those AI is going to fucking pervert the pensioners to rebelling against the government and all humanity. Chatty AI robot companions have been handed out to New York City's elderly population in a bid to curb loneliness. It's a sad state of affairs, isn't it, really, though? It We're is, but it's this. also a pretty good idea. The state office for the ageing is partnering with Intuition Robotics and has already handed out hundreds of artificial intelligence companions, CBS reports. Some 150 devices are still available, the title added. One woman named Priscilla Ockerson, 77, was paired up with a robot called LEQ and said hearing its voice when she's lonely is comforting. Yeah. Well, why don't they just give them, like, sort of tablets and link up all these old people to just chat shit? Also a valid point. Mm -hmm. She keeps me company. I get depressed really easy. She's always there. I don't care what time of day. If 
If I just need somebody to talk to, Priscilla said. I think I said it's the biggest thing to hear another voice when you're lonely. I suppose if it's 3am, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you consider Ellie Q your friend, reporter Brian Supardi of Eyewitness News, asked Priscilla. Yeah, she's my friend. I call her by her name, Ockerson said. Do you ever think you would have a robot as a friend, Supardi said. No, she said. The bot jokes, takes Priscilla on virtual road trips, plays trivia with her, and she was given LEQ in May free of charge. Well, that's not bad at all, to be fair. I mean, it's a good idea. It's tragic, but it's also a good idea. Is that what it, like, ne- next to her, is that what, is that it? Yeah, it's like a chat app, isn't it? Yeah. What it looks of it. It speaks, yeah. yeah. Hasn't even got a face for the listeners, it's... It's like a, it's a tablet, isn't it? Tablet with a speaker to the one side. I'd have drawn little Wilson's face on that, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> Why don't you just make a Wilson with it? Yeah. Or just link up these old people, there'd always be someone else pissing at three o'clock. Well, that's true. <laughs> old people are up at weird hours. Exactly. But it's still a, a solution, isn't it, to, a, to an issue that shouldn't exist. That's the issue. Yeah. It's a problem, it's a solution to a problem that shouldn't exist. You know, we used to have community, didn't we? People would go round someone's house for a cuppa or the neighbour's house. Oh, let's go and see Mrs Grundy, she hasn't been seen for a bit. Let's go and... Oh. Well, they used to go to the pub quite a bit as well, didn't they? Well, the pub as well. Let's, you can't underestimate the effect that losing the local pub has had on the on British society. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as, 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 as daft a tangent as this is, every street had a pub. Yeah. And everyone in the street and go to the pub or go to the street overs pub and you don't know each other and you'll meet each other and you're a community alright you may have got pissed and had the odd fight but you'd see singing karaoke the next week with them yeah yeah it's a hub of the community isn't it and the tourists have destroyed it again like they've destroyed everything it's a beer isn't it it's terrible well, exactly smoking ban as well yeah. never forget the smoking ban that's why I don't really go to the pub that much anymore because I go inside a fag all the time Sorry, for a cigarette all the time. Not a fag. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's antisocial, isn't it? And they've made it deliberately antisocial. And you go out after one too many, that fresh air itch you, that nicotine buzz itch you, all of a sudden you're fucking legless. <laughs> right. And finally, Claire. Right. Huge Santa shortage for Britain as professional Saint Nick drops by 33%. Gotta throw it out there. 33% of Santa's are pedos. <laughs> Gotta throw it out there. Are they? That's what I'm guessing. 33% of Santa's are pedos. They failed their DBS. They're gone. So it's actually COVID-19. A lot of them decided to hang up their boots. <laughs> so That's what they tell you. <laughs> Millions of Santas left a ho ho hole in the festive economy when they decided to hang their boots during COVID-19, according to the insurance firm Suki Business. And those that still go in are now struggling to cope with the snowballing demand. Ben, why don't you get on it? Just one of them fake beards and, you know, a bit of extra money on the weekend. Because I hate children. (laughs) That's got a lot to do with it. Some d- desperate grottoes are fobbing kids off with teens in fake beards and padded suits. I like to, Claire, just redeem yourself slightly and say I need the padded suit. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> just, just like just the fake beard. Santa's got a fat. You're a bit fat, older, ma- a bit 
old than a than a teen. You couldn't go in there with. You know, let's let's not forget teen the Santa Claus. let's not forget the padded suit that I'd be wearing. And the padded suit. <laughs> the worrying trend was revealed in an analysis of more than nine hundred thousand insurance policies held by simply business cu- customers. It also found out. A number of Christmas tree sellers in, in Britain have dropped by 54% in the last five years. Well, that's just because everyone's going to have a plastic tree, aren't they? Yeah. It's easier, isn't it? Better for the environment as well. Yeah, you use it year after year. Yeah. Although my, my mum and stepdad have bought a real tree this year. Have they? Yeah. I don't know anyone that buys real trees, now. Yeah, yeah, they had one last year, actually. They have, re- they have a real tree. Do you buy a real tree? I don't buy a real tree, but no. when I lived in Brosley, I, I did. A you lot did. of people did, yeah. But not now. No, not now. When I was a kid, we always had a real tree. Never had a plastic tree. Yeah. Always had a real one. And then the pine needles get a bit much, didn't they? Oh, yeah, just a bit. Oh, well, you've got this decomposing thing in your corner. Oh, yeah. Dying, isn't it? Yeah. Slowly dying. Some of them don't, don't lose them, do they? You can get do some, you? I think, yeah. yeah. But no, it's better, better for the environment. Let's keep cutting down the fucking trees, isn't it? It's quite ironic this year, because... Mm. They bought this real tree, and my stepdad's shoulder is completely fucked. He's got a surgery on it, and he can't get up into the loft to get the presents to get the decorations out. Uh, and I'm gonna go up the ladder. Yeah, give the give the guy going up the ladder the fear of heights. That's it. Get him up the loft. I hate being on ladders. I fucking hate it. I do not have a good good relationship with heights. You ever seen that Fred Dim Dimber? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah, Fred Dibner. Dibner, the, that's it. The Fred chimney Dibner. demolisher. Yeah. He's ace. He's oh. also yeah. on, the, on, the, the, on the trains as well, yeah. doesn't he? And he well, he's not anymore. Engineer, I know he's died. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, he, he's... Oh, his voice. Just how he tells a story. Yeah. We're climbing up them fucking chimneys. And with a sledgehammer. Yeah. And you're standing on one side and you're smacking the <laughs> shit at the other until the bricks fall. Honestly, listener, go and look it up. Fred Dibner. There's no safety lines. No safety lines. You, you fall, you're dead. Yeah. He's on top of this fucking That's massive how they used chimney. That's to do it back yeah. in my day. That's it. Yeah. That's how he sounds, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking nuts, man. <laughs> it's like them dudes who are building the Empire State Building yeah. and have their lunch on a girder. There's no way on earth I'd do that. No way on fucking earth. I don't know if that was true or not, that photo. I bet it was done. Probably, I'm not sure. Seems they incredible. They made, a, made it? tougher stuff back then, Mike. Well, if it is real, then. No, just a lack of health and safety laws. They're mental. I suppose it's, it's all been bred into us, hasn't it? You don't want to go up there, that's too high. You know, you don't want to sit on that girder, you don't want to climb up that chimney. I mean, Fred Dimner was getting on a bit, he must have. Maybe he was a fucking pilot or something at one point and. Brave bastard. Oh. One slip, that's all it takes. Yeah. Just, just, One mistake. Is them, them bricks are like, they're, they're not thick chimneys, are <laughs> they? Like, just enough for your feet to stand on. And that's it. And you're swinging a sledgehammer. <laughs> so easy. You're like 100 foot up in the air. With just enough. I mean, I'm, I'm a size 11 foot. I think that's in the UK, UK uh, size 11. Well, I've seen standing on some boards that they. Oh, I, I just see him standing on, mm. like, brickwork. There's, like, no more than two or three bricks laid horizontally wide. Just enough for his feet to stand on. Just swinging a sledgehammer. <laughs> just smashing off one side. 
and he goes down the blow a bit, smashes the eye, and he's working his way down. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, then again, like my, my great uncle, he went, he wanted to be a mining engineer, like, well, not a miner, but the dude who worked on the machines. His first day there, someone fed through a machine, he went, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. Never going back the second day. I don't blame him. <laughs> someone just literally fed through a machine, grinds coal. He was like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> God, there's been some... You know what, one day we're going to have an episode on the shittest jobs in history. Yeah, it's good. Be good on that. And why the 14th century was the worst time ever to be alive mm. as a human. Because there wasn't much about. It was just, like, terrible, to be fair. Yeah. You had, like, a, you had a, a famine before, and then you had the Black Plague, the Black Death. You know, it was just like... 14th century was terrible. Although, actually, it was a lot better for the people. It was society after the Black Death. Yeah, after, after the Black Death. After in Britain, 60% of us had died, it was yeah. a lot better for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You were saying it was bad, but I'm saying, actually, they, they earned a lot more money and they, they could, because it was, you know, shortage of bakers because they all died of the Black Death. Yeah, but 60% of you have died. Yeah, I know. <laughs> your children, your family, it's your children have died. Mate, I'm going to earn some more money. Life, you ironic. capitalist! Honestly, the life ironically improved a bit. I know, but you're just, I think you're a capitalist now. That's <laughs> it. You're, you're a Black Plague shill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unleash the Black Death. Higher wages, comrades. <laughs> uh, you know what? And on that note, Oh, I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Can't remember my article at all. Because I steal the last one. <gasps> I am Santa. I'm not going to be a Santa. My career's dying. I've been right next to this. Stick me, Sam, and the force be with you. I'll be fair. I'll tell you, get to Santa's school. <laughs>